What's good? You are now tuned into Aries Talking Sports Podcast. Where you two Aries toast with the most, or we're just some cool ass guys. Word. I'm Reg the Prime Minister. And I'm Smurf. Yo, rock out with us weekly as we give you our sports views and opinions on any and everything dealing with sports. Combined with humor, heartfelt conversation, and of course, some dope ass Aries energy all in one podcast. So enjoy. What's up, everybody? Aries Talking Sports Podcast. We back. We back. Y'all know who it is. Reg Prime Minister. He love my L. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I, like I ain't been on this mic in a little bit, man. We gonna um, we gonna start this episode off like this. That's because we recorded early last. We had we had to record early last you know week. You're right. It's been over a week. Right about that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I don't even think I want to um watch the throne too. And just cause it, just cause of what this album is and how good it is. Right. In the place that Kanye's in right now. Now, I really don't feel like Jay-Z is really, like, his heart is in the rapping like that. So I don't think, I mean, of course, this would never be recreated. But I just no. think, I just think they're in two different places right now that, you know, we we won't get the album that we are, uh, you know, would, would be looking for or expect out of watching right, right. on two. So, yeah, I, I mean, had we still got the same Kanye, the same Jay-Z, then I was like, yeah, but like, even like the verses Jay-Z give us here and there, uh-huh. the features, he just don't, you know, it's 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 a different Jay-Z. And I mean, it's nothing wrong with that, you know, the evolution and changing and everything, but yeah, it ain't that. Right. Same Jay. I was gonna say, yeah, it, it wouldn't, Kanye. it definitely wouldn't hit, it wouldn't hit the same. I mean, I, I'm sure I would appreciate it from Jay's standpoint, especially Especially the way he gave us four, 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 like, like everybody, you know, everybody had their had their uh, opinions about it. I thought it, I'm shit. I'm like, I liked it. So I was like, yeah, he's not four, four, four wasn't bad. Yeah, no, four, four, four was on point. I was like, it's just the fact that he, he's not he's not talking that drug talk that everybody wanted to talk about. Like, that's because he's not doing that shit no more. Yeah, four, four, four wasn't bad at all. Wasn't bad at all, man. Like he's not he's not doing that drug shit no more. So why would he talk about he's gonna talk about the shit that, that he's doing? Mm-hmm. And the shit that he's doing is well above our pay grade, but it I mean he's able to rap about it and and, yeah. and flow and and it still sounds great. Right. And plus these Rico charges coming down heavy on these lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> well, Come to get that Thank Rico. You. Yeah. He ain't talking about the uh the Hispanic name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my Rico charges racketeering. What? Rico charges coming um, down. So to, to get started, bro. Um oh that's a, we can do a little small talk before we get started, man. Yeah. Um so uh LeBron and KD. Did you see the uh little debate they was having? I did not. 
So they had they had a um, small debate. I mean, you know, uh -huh. friendly, but they was basically talking about trying to figure out or talking about who, what center from the um, 90s and early 2000s okay. would, would even win an MVP or be close to winning an MVP in today's game. Yeah, all of them. You think? Um, Dwight for sure. Early, early Dwight. Okay. Because did he? No, nah, he didn't. I don't think he won an MVP. Uh, but but he, was he, he was in he was he was in contention for MVP. Mm -hmm. Um, Shaq for sure. No Shaq question. for sure. Elijah Wan, no question. Elijah Wan. Um, what about David Robinson? Yes. Okay. I think so. Okay. Um, because David Robinson and Elijah Wan were, they had they had good feet. Yeah. Tim Duncan, different level, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Duncan, of course, Duncan, of course. But you know, they well, we gotta leave him with this because we we power, power yeah, forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, he always, you know, once David Robinson left, they slid mm. him over to that center. Right, but yeah, right. Um, Pat. I'm. I want to say, but with the way the game is today, he would probably be the only one that might not. Okay. But he would be in contention though. Okay, Lonzo. Same with Pat. He he would be in the conversation, but would win it only because uh, guys like Embiid, Jokic, yeah, yeah, they can they can take it outside. Uh -huh. I mean, they now don't get me wrong; they all had they all had that mid range. They had that mid range jump. Yeah, but which one of them could would be able to like legit take it outside? But right. like. And in the ones that we mentioned, I think they wouldn't have to take it outside. It was just the way that they played. Like they were dominant at their position. It was just so it just so happened they all played in the league all at the same time. So it yeah. was a bat it was a constant battle. Yeah. Rick Smith. Huh? Rick Smith. Rick Smith. Uh no, but but still would get he would still get his. Like Yeah. Like he, he give a lot of problems. He give a lot of problems. He would give a lot of problems. He, uh, that, he was slept on Rick, man. Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying I'm to go through. Blank I'm trying there. to go through some of these teams in my head, as far as like, um, Mikael was a power. Well, he didn't play in the night. Well, not, no, yeah, he didn't play in the night. No. Um, uh, and, and good centers in the nineties. That's about it. Um, yeah. The two thousands. Um, the white, like I said, the white. The white was probably like the main center. David Robinson, um, but that was you know that was, that really was emerged since later. Yeah. Shaq is a two thousand, um, yeah. yeah, and from there it's just so so that early two thousand to um, two thousand ten maybe was was the the point guard to small, small forward, forward era, era, yeah. era, and then you had you had your power forward, you had Tim Duncan, KG. You Amari had Stoudemire. Amari Stoudemire. Like you had your, you had those power forwards who were, who started to change the game in that position because right. they could, they can not only 
play power forward, but they can handle the ball, mm-hmm. they can shoot the ball. Like, yeah. All right, man. But um, so I saw this article yesterday. I, well, I saw the news flash. So I thought mm-hmm. we added and talk talk about it real quick because I mean it, it's interesting and could be the beginning of uh some you know uh pay you know leveling out but i a lot of sports i I doubt it but um you know the women's uh soccer team basically um they will be well the the national team yeah will be uh paid equally as the men's national team as they should why because they are better they are way better yes yes so (laughs) so that may be that may be the reason why um because I'm, I, I I can't see the basketball sense of, you know, like, you know, you, you don't even have a, well, they don't call it a dream team no more anyway, and rightfully so. Right. But the but the the women's basketball. The women's team, they, is, they're always yeah. good. Yeah, they're, yeah. But, well, the problem is this, it's just not star-studded. So that's the big, that's the big difference between the women's and men's team. Yeah, but I, even still, I I think even with even when it comes to basketball, if I, I'm not gonna say I won't necessarily say they need to be paid the same. At, well, I don't even know how they're paid. In Me the neither. Way. I thought it was just a, a um privilege, or you get you right. Know, but I'm, I'm sure that basketball. I'm sure they're compensated somehow other than the, right. the travel and and amenities and all that shit. Uh huh. I'm sure there's some kind of pay. There has to be some kind of pay, especially with the, you're taking them away from their family and everything, taking them away from home. Like they need to be compensated somehow, other than lucky to be them. Over. <laughs> lucky them, they get <laughs> right. family to play, play a sport that they love. You know, what I'm saying? I mean, shouldn't it's their job though? Yeah, it's their yeah, job. Absolutely right. So I'm not. I, I can't hold. I can't hold it against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh. But yeah, I I mean, uh, when it comes to the the women's the women's uh, national soccer team, like Bravo, Bravo, it's well deserved. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to those to those women uh, that's on the team now. To the women that will make the team here in the future, like congratulations because y'all have y'all have put a stamp on that team yeah. and have been good for so long. Like to the point where, where Americans aren't even thinking about the men's national team. They're waiting to see when when the women are playing, right? Because they are that fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and there's no big names on the American team either. The, the men the men soccer players have kind of names have has fizzled out, man. Because right, all the all the big time names like they're 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 old. As mm-hmm. far as competition wise, yeah, I'm not saying they can't they can't play. As far as like when those na- when they put those those national teams together, they normally are trying to put a pretty much a young but uh, experienced team together. Mm-hmm. And and so yeah, a lot of those a lot of those uh, those those players shit they they're phasing out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. How's football, man? Um, so, uh, <laughs> Nick Saban been Nick, Nick Saban is is pissing some motherfuckers off. Um, the motherfucking go. He pissed people off because they were listening. Yeah. Um, and so so 
here's my thought on it. Well, to bring everybody up to speed that are not familiar with what's going on, um, Nick, Nick Saban is basically saying that um, Dion, Jimbo, Fisher, a lot of these other schools are paying players to come to their programs, which I honestly, I think all these programs are paying players. Right. Some way, shape, or form. Um, but I do also think this is Nick Saban being a little butthurt too, because he's used to having number one classes year in, year out. And now there's there's certain players that are, you know, going to schools that maybe they wouldn't have considered right, you know, two, three, four, five years ago. Um, and I don't even think the playing field is even leveling out because I still think the Crimson Tide is going to be in, in the uh, playoffs uh, competing for a national championship. Um, so I, I think it's just the fact that it looks like the playing field is, is leveling out. And Nick Saban, you're going to have to coach a little harder probably because guess what? Some of these teams are going to be um, just, you know, have just as much talent as you. Um, right. And, and I, I so that that's what gives me that that thought, because him and Dabo Sweeney are saying the same things. Which, right. I mean, you know, um, if, if Dion is getting these players that you would not normally get, um, I don't, I don't necessarily think these kids are. Dion said they're not paying uh, these guys. I shouldn't have to pay um, my people to come play for their people, which. Uh, you flipped the whole. You flipped the whole number one prospect. Yeah. It, even with that, um, if I had a son and I got um, Nick Saban sitting in my living room one week, Dion sitting in my living room next week, Dabo the week after that, um, you know Jimbo the week after that, and everyone, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and um, you know, of course, there, somebody's going to bring up the money conversation. Like, hey, oh, yeah. we, can do this, we can do that for you. So guess what? Um, if Dion is telling me, hey, your son could come to Jackson State and uh, have a, you know, be on campus, do this, do that, and everybody else is talking money, I'm going to say, well, what is there any kind of compensation? What's going on? Why? Because we are in these days and times. Right. And if, if they're offering... Uh, five hundred thousand, a million dollars, whatever, for my child to come there. Of course, I'm going to hear what everybody else got to offer. Right, also, right. My son's decision to go to the school that he want to, but I'm definitely going to talk to him like, "Hey, look, Dion is Dion, but Dion didn't offer you no million dollars." Right. So, so what? So here's the breakdown of it. What What Nick said was that that you have collective. So pretty much he's talking about the boosters. Yeah. So that's where that's, but he heard, but what, what Dion and Jimbo heard was the school being mentioned in, in that he's like the head coaches are, you know, pretty much they work, they work hand in hand with the collectives, mm-hmm. which they do. Like, yeah. let's not, let's not bullshit this. Like, you, right. like all head coaches are, are tied, like they, if they're not, if they are not like working hand in hand with the boosters, guess what? That AD is letting them, letting the head coach know what the boosters are saying. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you if you don't think so, see see Charlie Strong when he was at Texas. Um, so what Nick Saban was saying was that hey, you have these collectives. 
i.e. boosters, who are making these businesses. And the head coaches, they know how much money are going into said businesses with these collectives. So, so yeah, so they know how they they know how to angle these recruits now, right? And tell them, okay, if you come to us, we can get you can get X amount of dollars with this NIL deal while you while you come to school and play for us. Mm-hmm. And, and so that was that's where that's the angle that 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 Nick was talking about. But of course, when when you name when you're naming schools, right? Motherfuckers gonna get in their feelings. So, he, and it was like he he never said this shit wasn't illegal. It's just mm-hmm. the fact that it's unsustainable. Right. Because my thing is with the with with these boosters, like let's say let's say your school gonna go on a you know y'all go on a losing streak or you not necessarily a losing streak, but you're not performing at the at the top level for a couple of years. These motherfucking boosters gonna stop investing. Yeah, absolutely which, right. Now, which now shrinks down the money. So mm-hmm. now you gotta figure out as these new recruits come in, hey, hey, how what, what what's up what, what's up on the NIL deal? Now you're not giving you can't give out these five hundred thousand, these five hundred K, eight hundred K, damn near a million dollar million dollar damn NIL deals because your boosters not not your collectives not putting in the money. They're not putting in money right. no more. So that's where that's where the issue lies. This is just more so the fact that, that Nick Saban called called the schools out and said that the head coaches are, you know, they, they have an idea of what what's going on. And it is what it is. Like Jimbo, Jimbo was in his goddamn feelings, boy. He sure, he was. He couldn't goddamn get a word. He couldn't get his damn words together, which was Case hilarious to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, I, like like you said, um, they they hear you know the school name, so automatically you know it's yeah. I, I when it comes to um this school and football, I am right. the, I am the face of it. So if you're saying that about them, then. You're you talking about me. Yeah, directly. Now, so, yeah. Here, here's here's my other thing. Here's my other thing about this. Also, what Nick Saban is telling, he's he's pretty much giving out a warning shot. Like, hey, this shit is unsustainable. But once I start doing this shit and I become good at this shit, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear no fucking complaints. So, and, but that's what you need to do. I, I think. Well, no, no, and, and that's what I'm saying. So, and, and this has been, but this has been Nick throughout his throughout his tenure at Alabama. He he wasn't big on he wasn't big on on a no huddle. He because of he thought it would cause more injuries to his players. Mm-hmm. He he tested it out, seen that it worked, implemented it. He railed against dual dual uh dual dual threat quarterback. Mm-hmm. Slowly integrated some in, found one, you know, found one that that was very good, found another one, found in integrate like he's he's the king of adjusting he right. railed against the he railed against the the uh transfer portal now motherfuckers mad because we didn't we didn't took louisville's top receiver like he's he's letting y'all know okay hey i don't agree with this shit but if you're if if you're allowing me to do this then don't be mad when i become good at this shit when and, i become better than when i become better than your coach at doing this shit 
And I mean, hopefully so. So in, in the case of Dion, even with like all his other schools, like, um, you know, once these kids are, okay, we're not gonna, um, the allure of Alabama or Clemson or whatever else is not like that big on me, right? Because um, the money is where it's at. Um, you could, I think you can still recruit these kids. I, one thing that I, I think, you know, because yeah, when Dion comes, these people just gonna listen off of who Dion is alone, right? right? But I also think these schools can get um, like former players on their staff that they're not ever gonna be on Dion's level. Um, no. But you could bring these motherfuckers in that's cool as fuck, got, got some clout with the young boys and send them, okay, and that's what I would do as, as like, okay, I'm recruiting such and such that's in the hood of, you know, the toughest hoods in uh, uh, Atlanta or uh, Birmingham or Montgomery. So guess who I'm gonna send out there? I'm gonna send one of my one, one of my uh, former black players that can get in touch with the streets. Right. Okay, I got a uh, country boy out here in Nebraska. Guess who I'm sending? I'm gonna send one of my country one of my country boys. You know, oh, I got a kid, a white white kid that's out in the suburbs or da da da. I'm, okay, I'm gonna send somebody out there that can talk to them. Hey, guess yep. what? You go out there and see the, see the kid in the hood, man. Make sure you stop by the um, uh, athletic the uh, trainer and uh, you know, with the equipment manager and get you a, get you a nice little bag, put some Jordans in it, some, you know, some other shit. You know, right. you know I'm talking that in a Carolina aspect, like yeah, right, right, right. No, Carolina, I'm Carolina, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like yeah, y'all like, have it, and like gotta, with with Carolina, y'all got it good because sponsored by Jordan. Any any Jordan sponsored school yeah. has a kind of has a leg. If y'all if if your if your if you're a school that's not necessarily a championship school, but you're a very competitive school, mm-hmm. and then you're sponsored by the shoe company, yeah. you know, a, 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 Wait, a shoe even with brand. Alabama new shoe, you know, yeah, Nike, yeah, that's. Because I'm like, imagine, imagine. I always said, imagine if Louisville was sponsored by Jordan. So Louisville, Louisville here, oh, right. it, Louisville is sponsored by the which. Isn't it? I, I have no. What I, I, they probably yeah, they're, they're sponsored by Adidas. Yeah. Which, nothing wrong with Adidas, but imagine if imagine if Louisville was sponsored by Nike or sponsored by Jordan. It would <laughs> be completely different. I promise you it would be completely different. And that goes for any other school because now you're coming to you're coming to a school that you know compete in all sports, not only football, not only basketball, but all sports. Mm-hmm. But then now, like you said, you got you got a recruit, you got you got a recruit coming to holler at you, or you you come into campus or whatever, and you get this motherfucking grab back. You know, you get this motherfucking give back. You got you got a couple pair of J's. Yep. You got the, you got t-shirts with George. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that, yeah, but I mean, I feel like that's how you work, and that's how you get these recruits' attention. You like, yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I look, I look, I checked this Instagram out. He he love off, he loves them off whites, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, whites in that duffel you know, bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, it's I mean, nothing to the school. Exactly. So yeah, I would definitely yeah. But yeah, when it when it comes to this nil shit, like I said, it. It's just the way statement, the way he explained it, I understood it. It's just the fact that, like you said, when you when you're calling out the schools, the head coaches feel like, hey, 
now you you talk about me because right. when they talk about the football team, they they talk about they say Jimbo Fisher or they say mm-hmm. Dion, they say yep. Coach Saban. You know they you know whatever head coach of of the damn school of the football team is. So yeah, I get it. I get why they upset, but at the same time, like it, if they sit back and listen, uh-huh. and it's just yeah. like sometimes it just takes a takes a quick second to, to listen. It's just the fact that again, it it's what was said and then the reactions that came out. But I enjoy it. Fuck it. Yeah, it ain't nothing like a little little back and forth. Um, man, so um, I I saw this college football. 2000. Oh my God. Nigga, you sent me that shit. I almost threw my damn phone, man. And, um, <laughs> well, you know, oh. I, automatically, I went looking for my Tar Heels. Man, that's in tier five. And I was like, no. And when I start looking at the fours and the threes and the twos, I'm like, uh, hold no, on. No, hold but on. Then when but I saw, you know, I, I, one. I, I, I won, I was like, okay. But then I saw NC State up there and I'm like, in Utah, I'm like, whoa. whoa. So, where, where do you want to start, man? Where where do you want to start? I don't even know. I mean, tier tier one just well, off. Let's, 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 tier one is what made me want to throw my damn phone out the window. Well, let's look at tier six and see if anything stands right. out. If anything stands tier out. Tier six. Let's see. Football wise, mm-hmm. Florida. Should not Florida's be in, in tier six? six. Hold on. Yep. Oh yeah, the Gators are in tier six. Wow. Florida should not be in tier six. Wow. Hmm. Uh, Mm. I wouldn't even put Georgia Tech. Is that Texas Tech? Where? Uh, I'm looking. At the bottom? No, that's Temple. Yeah, 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 you're right. That's Temple. That's Temple. Why is Temple in tears? Does Temple even make a tear? What? What? Cal? Uh, They got Detroit. well, I don't know. Cows and cow fell off, dog. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, they got motherfucking Troy in here. I'm like, Troy's right. always been halfway decent. They've been they're better than damn than the damn schools that that they're in tier six with. Yeah. So as we move up to tier five, um, I definitely have us better than tier, especially this. Yeah, year. I got this I year. got y'all. I got Carolina, Auburn. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Auburn's in tier five? Yeah. Uh, You're right. Who else is in tier five? Wow. Um, Over the years, Florida State. Wow, Auburn is in tier five. Yeah. Florida State. They got Florida State tier five. Mm. UAB. UAB just got back. Hell, they just got back in the last year. So right. I, between Carolina and Auburn. Yeah, I would not have them in tier five. No, um, maybe, maybe Florida State. Yeah. All right. As we go up to tier, that's just on. I think that's just on name plate. Yeah. Um, uh, tier four. So I would put. Well, nigga, they got the Chanticleers. The sh- <laughs> nigga, they got Coastal Martin. Carolina Chanticleers in tier four. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is a, a two pack of ass. Texas Tech is a tier fourteen. Now that is Texas Tech. 
Yeah, that's Texas Tech. Uh, Texas Tech, LSU. Um, LSU, yeah, LSU. Actually, I wouldn't even have LSU in tier three. I, I mean, excuse me, tier four. I would put oh. them in tier three. Yeah. Louisville, uh, Louisville has been up and down. So it's a coin flip. I Boise would, State? I know, right? Boise State ain't been good since they won the fuck, since they beat Oklahoma. <sighs> yeah. They got Cincinnati in tier four. Actually, that's right. I, I will keep them in tier four, even though they, they've been they've been on the rise. They got to show me better. Ole Miss, I would move up. What about UK? Uh, UK. UK has been coming along, but I would keep them temporarily at tier at tier four. Temporarily, okay. I think. But the way they've looked over the years, like they've gotten better and better uh, here in these last these last two to three years. Uh, but yeah. Nigga, is that Army? Yep. So you got Army. That shit is a, a two-pack of ass. <laughs> you got Army, Appalachian State, Boise State, Boston College. Uh, what fuck was that? Chattanooga? Uh, Iowa. Iowa, I would probably move up. Uh, where, where, Chattanooga where? You talking about next to Iowa? Uh, no, next to, what's the team? What's the school next to Boston College? That's the, that's Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleer. Oh, Coastal Carolina? Uh, I, I mean, whatever. <laughs> uh, Iowa, Iowa State, UK, Louisville, which that's hilarious. That they got them next to each other. Uh, LSU, Marshall. Marshall, Maryland, Memphis, uh, Mississippi State, uh, Nebraska. Nebraska, Cincinnati, Oregon, uh, Purdue, Purdue should move up. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss should move up. Yeah. USC, Texas Tech, Virginia, T- TCU. Ooh, TCU's a good one. Yeah. I will have to look at tier three before I, if, before I decide to move uh, TCU up. Uh, Virginia Tech, Wyoming, Washington State. Now, tier, <laughs> tier three, Air Force, uh, BYU. <laughs> uh, Air Force, BYU, Clemson. Wow. Um, Fresno State, Kansas State, Miami, Michigan, Michigan State, Minnesota, uh, Northern Illinois, Notre Dame, Oregon, Pitt, uh, San Diego State, UCLA, uh, South Carolina, Texas A&M, excuse me, Tennessee, UCF, Wisconsin, and Utah State. Utah State needs to drop. Northern Illinois needs to drop. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, San Air Diego Force needs to drop. Air Force. BYU definitely needs to yeah. drop. Fresno State needs to drop. Kansas State needs to drop. I, I, the Gamecocks need to drop. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll put them at tier four, uh, which would make me move LSU up. Uh, Listen, man, I need to know who the fuck Big Game Boomer is. <laughs> now that I look at them. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, we about to come to the audacity 
of these last two tiers. So tier two, Arkansas, which not not necessarily mad at, but I wouldn't have in the tier three. Uh, Baylor. Uh, Once Georgia. you get to tier two, you start talking about the um, college football, you know, the playoff. Playoff, yeah. The playoff. So, Baylor, Georgia, Houston, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, Wake, Wake Forest. <sighs> fucking Wake Forest? Get them the fuck out of here. Texas, get them the fuck out. Texas yeah, ain't okay. good because right. goddamn Vince Young. Yeah. Get them the fuck out of here. And I, uh, just because old boy is back, I well, not even that. Uh, as far as in the coach, I, I don't think the coach is going to make them a two. Oh, uh, Steve Sarkeesian? Yeah. I mean, it, it it remains to be seen. It really depends on how long they give him at at Texas. Um, this year one, right? Uh, or two, 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 two. Year, year two. This year, this year two. Yeah, I, no, no. So, because I, I, he still hasn't got his players in yet. He's just starting to get his players in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, get Wake Forest the fuck out of here. I didn't even know they had a football team. <laughs> uh, Arkansas, I would drop down to tier three. Although they look, they damn sure had a good season last season. Uh, Baylor is good. I would move Georgia up. I don't know why they playing. Um, yeah, yeah, Georgia, Georgia's gonna Oklahoma, be in there. I would move Oklahoma up. Don't know why they playing. And, and look, I would move Oklahoma up on the strength of they just now moving to the SEC. Them and fucking uh, Texas. But Texas ain't been got like I said. Texas ain't been good since fucking Vince Young was there. So that's neither here nor there. And in tier one, we got Alabama. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tier one. <laughs> yeah. Dear one, Alabama, roll tide. North Carolina State. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? And and don't get Kiss me wrong. my entire. I mean, don't get me wrong. They had a great recruiting class. Good, not great, good recruiting no. class, but no. When has NC State been good at football, period? No. Okay, after the NC State, we got Ohio State, duh, and then fucking Utah. Utah? Utah. That shit is a, a two-pack of ass. The Utes. <laughs> the Utes. Haven't been good since, um, oh boy, uh, Alex, <laughs> Alex Smith. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I would move. I would move Baylor. I would, from just from from the tier. If I had to, if I could only move from from tier, if you could only move up from tiers, I would move Baylor, Georgia, Oklahoma. I would move them up to tier one. See you later, North Carolina State and fucking Utah. Like, I don't know who the fuck made this shit. Big, big game boomer. Get, get, you know what? You know what? <sighs> but yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, I found that very, uh, very interesting. Man, like I said, you made, you almost made me want to throw my goddamn phone out. <laughs> <laughs> 
That shit is crazy. I go, I, so I don't like, I would really like to know, and I, I need to find that tweet and go back to it. So I would really like to know, are we going off of um, what they did last year and the recruits they bought in, or is it, um, like, what is it? Like, like what, what, like, puts them in these tiers or makes this person put them in these tiers that, cause I, I'm, 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 I'm assuming this is probably uh college football talking head, you know, somebody that, you know, um, I think um, covers the game on a, I guess, professional. I'm praying this, I'm praying this is the fan. If it's any talking head, anybody uh, of notoriety, they need to delete their fucking Twitter account immediately. <laughs> um, I don't know. Fuck immediately. Not, not, not today, fucking, not even yesterday. You should leave that shit last year posting that bullshit up. To this day, to this day. Yeah, delete it. Get it out of here, dog. Um, and so to move move on out of that, uh, that bullshit. Um, this is not even really an NFL topic, but. You know, we really ain't gonna talk about Jerry Judy because there's not a lot there. That shit right. came that and shit died down so damn fast. Like you don't need like there, you don't know specifics, but uh um so I guess <laughs> we'll fall in the basketball category. Rondo um out here uh threatening threatening his ex with a uh, with a gun. Um that shit is wild. John ja Morant um re- basically replying to a fan and saying, um but he said something not this not verbatim, but it is almost close to verbatim because the, the he said hollow shell hollow point shells are easy slugs are easy to catch. Right. Now he told a fan that. Um that's him. All right. He's gonna be the next nigga on some goddamn Rico charges that sit the fuck down somewhere. Yeah, and you can't like um I understand, you know, um young guy, he um is very in tune with the streets and you know language slang all the other stuff um but i think you know on, at his level there's certain things that you can't say and you shouldn't say and you gotta kind of you know when you're looking at endorsements and you know all this mm-hmm. other stuff you know you have to i think be a different oh not completely a different person but kind of sort of you have to be a little different right i mean we're not saying fucking be a robot, but at the same time, like be mindful right. uh, of what you're saying and what you're doing. Because now you're you're coming into that you you've entered that superstar status. Mm-hmm. Like, make no no if ands or buts about it. Like you you have made it to the superstar status. Like you're well known. You are you are on TV now with with the fucking Hulu with the Hulu ad. Like come on, right. and it, it's only it's only up from here for you. Like, don't get on Twitter. Don't get on Twitter with these motherfuckers, man. And 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 talk like, let the fans be reckless. That's what they do. It's it's fucking Twitter. Like you know, you know what it is. So you, at at the very least, you got to be at just be mindful. I'm not saying not to fucking clap back because KD is fucking king (laughs) clap back. Right, these fans, and I appreciate it. Yeah. You gotta know how to but, clap back. I mean, and not without you know, take the violence out of it. Right. Just be funny. Right. Absolutely. That. that so funny. I'm with that. 100. I'm with that. Yeah. Like uh, all, all that other stuff. Yeah. You gotta. Uh, I mean, of course. But again, like you, you hanging around, you hanging around these motherfucking young ass rappers. You see what the fuck going on? 
Motherfucking Rico charges ain't above nobody. Yeah, listen, these motherfuckers gonna learn, dog. The dog. These motherfuckers gonna learn. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> they they <laughs> gonna learn. Um. So this is uh, something that kind of came out today. Um. The war ball is talking. I would say again, but it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah, on, 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 I guess on another level. But he made comments. He said, um. Basically, Zach Levine is 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 tired of playing second fiddle to Demar Rosen, and he's going to leave Chicago. And in his honest opinion, he he strongly believes that Zach Levine is going to go to the Lakers. Mm. Wait, uh, let me say that again. He's tired of playing second fiddle to Demar Derozan, so he's going to go to the Lakers to play second fiddle. To LeBron, maybe third fiddle. To play second fiddle to LeBron, maybe even fourth fiddle. Westbrook's still over there. Westbrook and LeBron are ball dominant. So to play second fiddle to LeBron, he can actually shoot. Yeah, but LeBron or Russ got to get him the ball. LeBron get. Well, Russ, depending on what Russ can do. He's still the point guard. He's going to bring the ball up. He's ball dominant. He's still... Right. Russ, I'm, and I'm not saying Russ can't get it to him. I just don't believe Russ. No, no, he, he can get it to him, but I just don't believe Russ going to be there. But you're, you're, uh, so this, this, the reason why this statement sounds so, uh, as Skip Bayless would say, asinine to me <laughs> is because, man, I need that as a drop. That is asinine. I need, I need that as a drop. But um, because um, you, him, and Demar Derozan are the men on that team. They are the 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 one A, one B, or however you wanna you wanna uh call it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe it's one and two. Um, because Demar Derozan had an outstanding year that we didn't see coming. Um, man. But there's only one basketball. Mm-hmm. You can share. He, you, 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 you're still getting your numbers on par with your numbers in Chicago. Your number, his numbers go drastically down going to LA. Man, drastically down. Because, like I said, there's only one ball, and whether he's going to be the second fiddle to LeBron, or the third fiddle to LeBron and AD, or the fourth fiddle to LeBron, AD, and Russ, wherever he falls at in that hierarchy, it's not. Your touches are going down drastically. Yeah. Only, um, only way you touching the ball more is if, if. I would say if y'all are running the floor, but right. the Lakers team that we saw, they not running that fucking yeah. floor. Unless and, these motherfuckers get younger, mm-hmm. they not running the floor. I they still don't even know how, how they work that because the Lakers don't have Zach Levine money. No. Hell, they barely got fucking the Bron- money. Huh? They barely I'm got money. Look, they barely money. got they they capped that they're capped out already with LeBron Russ. And fucking and AD. AD, yeah. Like off rip, you're already kept. You're already in the fucking luxury there. So I, now you got to go. I, if I'm Zach, I'm not playing for no motherfucking bare minimum. <laughs> not not yeah. with what I can. Not with not with what I can do. Yeah, especially if a, a championship is not guaranteed because it's not guaranteed. Right. Because well, I'm like y'all yeah. y'all y'all kiss my whole ass. <laughs> Entire. Y'all think I'm about to come and get a pay cut just to play with goddamn LeBron, Russ, and AD? 
uh, one motherfucker that I don't know if he's gonna be able to play uh, uh, half the damn season. No motherfucker that who's going to play as much of the season as possible, but mm-hmm. going to overexert himself because because they're gonna demand him to do every fucking thing. And then the and then you got the other motherfucker, which you you have no clue what you're gonna get just because yeah. he had probably the worst season of his career. Probably life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I I don't know. I, I don't put no credence in that. It it don't even sound right to me but, for, for a number of reasons. But again, um, like like we've said before, why is it that anytime anytime a big name anybody but anytime a big name player, they it, they're always tied to the lake. Why are they tied to the lake? You know, a lot of it, I guess, for some of these guys is because they are LA boys and want to go back home. Um, and I I guess I can kind of get that. But from what we've seen recently, um, just like they say, just like they said about New York, I don't think LA is built for everybody. No. It, it it's not built for everybody. Um, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, you gotta. Those two cities, boy, hell, and I would probably probably even include Boston. Like, like those three teams. Like, you have to have a certain, you have to have a certain piece about yourself to play for those teams because those fan bases uh-huh. are fucking reckless. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't get it. Reckless. I to be honest, I would rather. I'd rather go play with KD. Shit. Yeah. You know, um, they they said Dame was is recruiting or trying to. I don't think Portland's a bad idea to to play with Dame. Please, please, please go to Portland. I, I'm I'm a I'm a Dame fan. I'm a Zach Levine. Fan. I love Zach Levine. Yeah. I think he's by far one of the most underrated players in, in the game. Mm-hmm. And, and because he's. He, and I and I said this before when he was with Minnesota. It just took some time. It took some time for him to develop his game. Yeah, and injuries. Because he's just known, he was known as a dunker. Right. And then once he developed that damn jumper, and then he developed he developed it behind the three point line. Sky was the limit for him then, because now you got something to fall back on. Right. And that second fiddle part, like I don't. I mean, we didn't see Demar Derozan having this type of. MB, MVP type caliber season, the half a season or three three quarters of a season he that right. he did have, but I mean, um, I mean we've seen this before though. Yeah, we've seen this, with a, but, we've but, seen this out of him at Toronto. But um, what is I mean, if what is what Levar Ball is saying is true, I just ask I would ask like Levine, what are you expecting? Like you're going to need somebody else. Like you like, do you just want Chicago all by yourself? Cause you're not gonna go nowhere. I mean, hell, at this point, all, all, everybody needs somebody. I mean, but if you go back in history, if you go back in history, all these teams were built with good players. Your, mm-hmm. your, your Showtime Lakers, fucking yeah. All Star team, fucking uh, the six, the Sixers at one point had them. Granted, it was an older uh, Julius Irvin, had a young Barkley, and who was it? Moses. Yeah, it had Moses. Like Maurice Cheeks. Yeah, Mo Cheeks. Like, uh, hell, Houston Rockets at one point had uh, 
when they won the championship. They had oh, Sam Cassell, um, Vernon Max, Robert Ori, Ajuan. Uh, I'm trying to think of like your, your big time, but like they had they had the players in place. They had the players in place that that helped the main the main yeah. star. Yeah, of course Jordan Jordan with the Bulls, Jordan Pippen. Uh, if you go to the early nineties, Jordan Pippen, uh, Paxson, Armstrong, Horace Grant, Armstrong, like. Then you go to the, to the to the mid the mid the late nineties, Jordan, Pippen, Ryman, Steve Kerr, mm. like, like you have to, and, and so, like, everybody get all everybody gets all, all of these all of the flat, and most of the times what they don't see, like with the older teams they don't see is that management made these moves, the players weren't making these moves. Mm-hmm. Now, the players are making these moves. They're making the calls. They're calling the shots to bring these teams together. Which some of them need to fucking stop and, and let management take over. Yeah, they get paid to do to do the job. Because I'm like, if if KD them, if if KD was smart, he would have leaned with OKC and their man because they did a hell of a job drafting. Draft KD, Russ. Harden and the, uh, Ibaka. Ibaka. Like, they got them in Even the Adams. It, it, there, there was no signing. There was no fucking signing free agents. They got them, all four of them, in the fucking draft. Back to back to back to back to back. Yep. yep. Same with Golden State. Golden State. Draft Curry. Draft Thompson. Draft Green. Like, mm-hmm. like, those teams are built. Yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I, like I said, like that Zach Levine, Dame, uh, that would be a good look. And then they have uh, the young kid, a- Anthony Simmons. Yep, Anthony Simmons. Uh, Nas so had a good uh, Nurkic. Yeah. yeah, Nurkic, if he can stay on the floor. Yeah. yeah I so. think I... He may have injured the last two seasons. Big injuries, too. Yeah. Um, let's say if Zach Levine goes to Portland, I would also find a way to get a, a solidified big man somewhere, whether it's Power or a center, and make that make that your so-called big three. Or hell, probably four with with Simmons, because Simmons held it down. Now, if he get that production this year coming up, we'll you know it, you have a lot of time on the floor when Dame ain't there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we'll see. Um, man, Pat Bev went on uh, went on ESPN this this week and um, had a lot of napalm <laughs> popping all over the place. Uh, um, I, honestly, honestly, I, I I enjoyed it. I did too. Um, I ain't I ain't even gonna hold you. I enjoyed you know. it. Um, there, I agree with some of the shit that he said. I agree with some of the backlash that he got. Yeah. Um. So. What, what really caught me at the beginning, and which I completely agree, he said, he he pretty much asked, hey, why does why doesn't Chris Paul receive all the criticism that your LeBron's, KD, all your superstar players get? He's been in the league just as long. He's been the leader of teams the, the entire time. Right. 
but he never gets that backlash. And I completely agree. Anytime, anytime he's out the he's out out of the playoffs, nobody nobody is on his head like they are, especially like LeBron. Nope. And and you know, keep throwing that stat out. He's lost the most game sevens or had the most game seven right. lapses, you know, and out of out of superstars, any you know. So yeah, so yeah, I yeah, why? Uh, I, the, I some mean, of the backlash, yeah, you know, because these are like players, like yeah, like this is stuff that us players like that is in our brotherhood. We should keep it here. But on the other side of that, I like um, to hear, you know, what I'm saying because a lot of these uh, former players and then players that get on these shows and that come as guests, they come up there and they be so PC to me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I like, yeah, I, I like to hear when someone this player says, no, he's ass, like. We don't game plan for him. Um, in NBA locker rooms, we don't like right. uh, Stephen A was like, yeah, and Grayson Allen and then Bobby Portis. And he was like, who's that first name you said? And he was like, uh, Grayson Allen. He was like, why are you saying these dudes' names? So I like to hear that shit. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, but I mean, we know that. But it, I mean, it, to me, if it just is a level of, of comedy and interesting to hear players say that, like, yeah, we all players, but. You know, when we get in the locker room or we doing game film, like don't nobody bring up Grayson Allen name. Don't nobody bring right. up uh, um, Grant Williams name. Was you know he was like, well, right. yeah, he right. do that because don't nobody game plan. You know, but he'll never have another game like that in his life. But it's in the shit's true. Will. Yeah, this shit is true. Like, why am I game planning? Why am I game planning for Grayson Allen? Other than <laughs> yeah. to like, yeah. why? Why, like, why, you, why are you talking about him on first take? Like, all these other players' names we can bring up you. Right. Oh yeah. I I I, I, I mean between between think, him b- between Pat Bev and JJ Red. Like I like both of them. I think Pat because Bev they, will have a career. Like, Pat Bev gives it to you raw. Mm-hmm. JJ JJ he knows how to maneuver it, but he's still gonna give it to you. Right. He gives it to you real subtle, like. Mm-hmm. And, and so I like I actually like both of them when they when they get on. Yeah. Yeah, but but yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I completely it, and and now I do agree. Also agree with like uh, Matt Barnes. You know, he had something to say. As far yeah, he as definitely. It, it was yeah. just more so the fact that it seemed like Pat Bev was like personally attacking Chris Paul. Right. Yeah. And you can you can see it. It, it definitely did. It definitely you did. Um, it. it definitely did. Because we we know we know we know the the back and forth that they've right. had over the years. Yeah, and then, you know, so he did the uh, interview with Steve, Stephen A. Smith, and he yeah. went all the way back to, you know, um, he went to a CP3 kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like, you know, I ate his ass up. Like, yeah. Right. You can't like, yeah, ask LeBron. LeBron's count. Yep. No, no, you can't ask LeBron, because LeBron, LeBron ain't going to say nothing about his man getting. That's why he said, ask CP. He'll tell you. Yeah, so I, I mean, <laughs> he's I, I, a, he, I. He's your friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the shit. Hey, that's the shit they got. Hey, man, talk your shit, man. Hey, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I cringed a little bit because, like you said, you could see that that I'm not gonna say hatred, but that that rivalry right towards towards Chris Paul. Like this is like, all right, dog. Like. You gonna let it? No, you're not gonna. Let it. All right, nope. it's your world, dog. So, and on the other on the other end of that spectrum, 
Um, he had a lot of he did a lot of caping for James Harden. Um, a lot of caping for James Harden. Uh, it, like some of his points that he would make and just it didn't even sound good. It sounded like like just um trash because you know it, you could tell it was a friend. I'm just gonna say this about a friend. You know because I you know I'm not going to talk ill or down. That's my man. So you know. His his points as far as on James Harden didn't make sense. So yeah, um, right. It was just, and it was about him getting his money. With right, y'all know it. I I I look at it. I'm like, if if James Harden, but he do like forty something million. Yeah. Like if if I'm James Harden, I'm about to get my money. Yeah, yeah. And so so I mean, I don't think he opt out. I don't think he, if he, he probably tests the water to see if I opt out what other teams are looking at me and willing to give right, me money. Right. I would do that. But at the end of the day, if, if ain't nobody, ain't, ain't not, them numbers ain't coming up to what I can get if I opt in, then I'm staying right here. But you know, I, I feel bad for uh, Joel Embiid because he busts his ass all season to keep that team afloat. And then you come along and I told you he, he played the part of the new guy, new guy at the job. Gotta, gotta show that he a part of the team. Yeah, he, he gonna do his part, and then once he got, once he came to the playoffs, he did what James Harden does. Had one good game. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, but um, before we get into the playoffs, man, do you see the um, they 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 uh made trophies for the new um. Eastern Conference final champion and the West yeah. Conference final champion. So it's the individual, you know, Eastern Conference cha- uh, finals MVP, West Conference final MVP. If I'm not mistaken, the Western Conference final MVP is Magic Johnson. Eastern is Larry Bird, um, which is, I think it's cool and interesting in a way. I don't know if they, um, what other sports do they do? They, they don't do it in football. NFC they don't do it nowhere. championship. Um, it's only um, college basketball. You have like 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 a region a regional MVP. Um, you have a, a elite eight MVP, um, or or most outstanding player. Yeah, football, you know, um, football they do it, uh, and then of course like the different awards for football. Yeah. You know the dope the dope dope Walker Award things like that. Yeah, you have those those individual those individual awards that are named after uh, mm-hmm. that are named after players. Those, I think those are the only two. The only two that are like named, like the individual awards, yeah. as far as that, that are named after. Well, I, I think it's dope because do when, you, when you think about it, uh, Magic and and Bird, you know, they came in, they came in the league mm-hmm. at the same time, mm-hmm. and it was, I mean, hell, their rivalry started when they was back in college. Yep, actually, high school. I, I'm watching the. Uh, Magic Johnson thing. Uh, well, I was watching it before we started the um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. documentary he got on Apple. Yeah, but like, yeah, they they go back, and so for them to come into the league, and it became like this, this whole thing. Like, they they were fighting for rookie of the year. They had the Converse commercial together. Like, like they've been tied. They've been tied to each other from day one. Yeah. Much. Yeah, and so why my thing is why not? Like mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a dope gesture. It's a it's a pretty much a tip of the cap to them, to for their it's like an appreciation for them, and, and what they've done for the game, right? 
and hell, I, I hope, I hope with that it'll kind of give a history lesson to to the younger, to not only the younger players but like the younger, even the younger generation, to let them know how bad these motherfuckers were when they when they came in, like. Yeah. Absolutely that right. whole thing about about KD versus Bird, like dog, Bird wasn't no slouch. KD got KD would have his hands full. Yeah, like a young a young Larry Bird. We're not yeah, in in see what a lot of people a lot of people know Bird is like when he was with the Dream Team, but he was at the tail end of his career. Mm-hmm. He had all the fucking back problems. Yeah, like Prime Bird couldn't be stopped. Would tell you what the fuck he's about to do and do the shit and what shit you could do about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and then you know, magic. I mean, and of course, magic. We right. everybody knows. About. Everybody knows about magic. Like you watching them on Apple TV, mm-hmm. you watching them on fucking Winning Time. Shout out to Winning Time. I need. Yeah. I still need to watch the uh, season finale of that. Me, me. Shout I need out to the Winning Time in and, general. Like, dog. Like magic was. He was that dude. And we'll we'll get into that a little bit later here in the episode, but. Yeah, but uh, Magic was that dude till he wasn't that dude. <laughs> right. I, I, I need to start that in general. Um, but yeah, um, I I, I like it. Um, I, hopefully they start that this year. They give those awards out this year. Mm-hmm. I think I, I would love. I think to see they that. are. I think they are. That's good. I would love to see that. You know. Um, yeah. That, it, and the way they made them, I like. I I didn't get to hear it, because uh-huh. I, I think I I was watching it at work. But like I saw like how they made the trophy and uh-huh. what it, I was like, oh hell. Okay. Because even even they they uh kind of they they spruced up the the Larry O'Brien show. show. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, bet. bet. But yeah, man, I yeah, I I I definitely like like the way I like the tribute to the Magic. Yeah, it's a good nod. Yeah, it's it's a good nod, and I I um I think they need to redo like no we're not re- really redo the voting um i think like these votes um like the results come out too late like we we get yeah. they they announced this this season regular season mvp they need to announce it at the, the end second season. round second round of the playoffs like it should come a lot earlier than that maybe maybe in the first round why is it like it's mid or late second round? You know what I'm saying? It's a regular season award. So right. no, announcing it like halfway through the playoffs. All right. Do that shit at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, so that way your whoever the MVP is, if mm-hmm. they're if they're not, you know, nine times ten, most most of the time your MVP is in the playoffs. Yeah. So I would like you said, either the first round or at the very end of the season. Because by then the votes are in. Right. The vote yeah, should absolutely. be in. Yeah. yeah. The vote but, should be in. Uh yeah, I, I just that I always found that like crazy. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, even they still haven't have they named no, they haven't named the uh uh first all NBA team, first all defense team. They, uh I thought they did. Mm-hmm. I thought they did. Hold on. I don't think so. But um we we're about research on this on this uh podcast. To go into the uh playoffs last time we talked man um everybody was still well everybody from the second round was still alive um so i guess we, we start with um the leash which would be um memphis and golden state mm-hmm. um 
ain't enough, ain't a lot there. Um, kind of went down how I figured or thought it would go down. Um, especially with no jaw there. Um, the way, um, Memphis whooped on their ass in Game Five was a little surprising, but you know, Golden State didn't show up to play. No, because so, they because they knew they would win it right. at home. Yeah. Like you can and you can tell, like. Like what what made what made me confident with Golden State is mm-hmm. you know they started playing whoop that trick you see right. motherfucking Draymond and, and Steph out there out there hype with them like yeah. like fuck and they like fuck you you might as well join in we already getting our ass kicked mm-hmm. like what else is there to do might right. as well join in and, and and fuck say fuck it yeah so um that that wasn't too much of a surprise um then we have um. Philly and Miami. Um, Miami did exactly what they were supposed to do. They did, um, but... James Harden Harden disappeared like he normally do. It kind of, you know, after them two games where Embiid came back, and the the first game it was Embiid, the second game it was James Harden, um, you kind of thought, okay, um, what do we have here? Like, Embiid made that big of a difference? And then... (laughs) <laughs> it was lights out. They call right. him Jimmy uh, Bucket, but I think they need to start calling him playoff Jimmy. Because that motherfucker hit a whole nother gear in the playoffs um, always. But he's also, he's also, he hasn't had to do as much as he's had it with his, like his pre, like when he was with the six, he had to do a lot. Now, and, and Jimmy with a chip on his shoulder is a, is a bad motherfucker. Jimmy with the chip on his shoulder is a bad motherfucker. That year they was in the bubble, they they talked a lot of shit about him and mm-hmm. he played his ass off. Um, he played he played his motherfucker part out. This year, um, playing Philly in that you know, um, you, you can tell that he still holds that grudge because uh, he said Tobias Harris over me. I decided to pay him. You know? Right. Okay. So yeah, Jimmy with a chip is yeah. Um. So yeah, also, I mean, also the uh, the all the uh, all NBA teams have not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I yeah I don't I didn't think they had been announced. We ain't heard the names, and I knew the all I knew the all de- defensive team that hadn't been announced because Pat Bev had made the comment like um I should be on the first team this right. year. So yeah, so but um we'll see. Yeah, uh, who else do we have? Um. I'm gonna say Phoenix and uh Dallas for last. Um, <laughs> um Milwaukee and uh Milwaukee and Boston. Boston. Hey, that was a good ass game. Well, no, that was a fucking blowout. Yeah. That was a fucking blowout game seven. Um Giannis did I mean Giannis did everything that he could, but when you He's have fucking when you have fucking Grant, uh Williams and Pritchard who come off the bench and motherfucking light it up. And then, which boosts everybody else to light it up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of hard to stop. Right. It's kind of hard to stop. But I mean, overall, by far the best series uh, of the playoffs. Like they, like they were beating each other on each other's home floor. Yeah. Because they always say, you know, the series doesn't start to somebody loses at home. Like, yeah. They yeah. kept kicking each other's ass while while they were at, at the other person's crib. Yeah. But uh, I mean, shit, dog. Uh, Jason Tatum, man, like he—he's here. 
He is. He is. Um, and, and hopefully, uh, he have a better game tonight. Yeah. Than he did uh, last uh, Tuesday. But um, yeah, he's here. Um, he's gonna have to be uh a lot more. But I mean, he he he's shown throughout these first two rounds that um he is in that conversation. And a lot uh, a lot of people that wasn't talking about Jason Tatum when you know early early in the year, even last year, like we hear a lot about um Luca, Trey Young, um Rant, um you know a lot of these names of these players. Um, and Jason Tatum's name is like at the bottom of that list if it's mentioned. Right, because he's, uh, he's, he's not as so-called flashy as the rest right. of those names. Yeah, he, his go, name? he goes out there and, and gets it. He gets it in and like he goes in, clock in, clock out. His name but is in the like, conversation. Like I, told, like I told you and Dre a few episodes ago, Boston is the most dangerous team. And my reason why was because they hit their stride as a team at the right time going into the playoffs. They, like, it, it's hard to, it's hard to beat a team. And even though they're, even though they're playing against injuries for, as far as with, uh, with Robert Williams, with who's been in and out of the lineup throughout the playoffs mm-hmm. because of injury. And then now with, with game one with uh, the Heat, hell, all was damn near could have pulled it out to be honest. But they were missing both Marcus Smart and Al Horford, and I'm like, for them to be missing them and still lose by single digits, I was like, this might, this might be a single this, digits. They were down by. No, they didn't. They didn't. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not counting like the late free throws. Like the like the super late points at the end. Yeah, because I don't like so in the fourth in the fourth Pritchett hit a three, which brought them into like six. This is like six or seven. They was in single digits. Cause the way I looked at it is like they didn't mount a comeback. It's just like, okay, Miami had it in the bag and they just Oh no, they they uh, were threat like they I, they were to the point where had they had they got a defensive stop, they could have got back in, they could have got within three. And and that's why I was like, cause they were because what was gonna happen was uh they had they had their they were gonna clear the bench. Uh-huh. And when Pritchard hit that three, it put him put him within six, I think. It put him within six. And they put they took him back. They they brought him, they put him back on the bench because they were like, Well shit. We got a chance to we got a you know, we got an actual chance to to maybe possibly take this into overtime at the very least. Uh-huh. So so for them to for them to lose game one in that in that manner with with two of their main players missing, uh, I think this is going to be a seven game series. I want it to go that far. I think I think you're speaking from fandom. Wow. <laughs> I think Kinda, got, a little bit, yes, but like just just from just from watching the game too. I mean, of course, yes. I I am a Celtics fan. <laughs> I, am Tatum, I am a Jason Tatum fan, but like I can I can speak from a I can speak from a from a you know from a viewer's standpoint and not you know from a non-biased standpoint. Uh-huh. And I think. This is going. I really think this is going to be a battle. Yeah, and I, and I hope so. Um, I hope so. When I when I saw um, so when I saw um, damn, you know what? 
let's show that. Yeah, let's. let's I forgot. We we um. We got Dallas and Phoenix. Dance with Dallas and Phoenix. Hey, I blame Lil Wayne. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I blame Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne tweeting talking about Luca a hoe. Luca took that shit personally. Gave them boys buckets. <laughs> what happened? Oh, I thought, hey, and we thought motherfucking Phoenix was going to goddamn do that thing in the playoffs. And Dallas was like, hold my beard. Oh my motherfucking beer. They came in like uh <laughs> somebody did somebody order ass whooping because we, we we bought a couple extra. We bought it, we bought it in the bag. Yeah. We got we got this shit in the bag. Yeah. Dropped it off like they was Grubhub. I mean, in not only not only did Chris Paul disappear, Chris Paul disappeared from his birthday. Mm-hmm. Like from his birthday through the rest of the series, he disappeared. Poof. And then not only him, but fucking uh, Devin Booker. He disappeared. Well, they made Devin Booker disappear because they, they started like really shadowing him, double teaming him. He catched the ball. Yeah, so. But when the fuck did Devin Booker start turning to fucking James Harden with all this trying to, with the trying to get a foul shit? Like, play ball, little nigga. Yeah. I don't know. Like what? Why, what the fuck is going? When the fuck did we get to this point in, in the league? Yeah. Um. So Dallas came out. It was straight business. Um. You got Luca dancing, Luca smiling, um, winking his eye after every play and shot. Like that motherfucker was like letting him, like look, I'm here. Like. Uh, this this gonna be an all night thing, and nobody. Damn, I was like, oh, yeah, nobody could do anything, no, say anything about it. Like Phoenix has, that was probably the worst game that team has played ever together at the assembly. Mm-hmm. Like they look, they uh, look bad, bro. To have twenty seven at halftime and Luca have twenty seven at halftime was crazy in itself. Um. Fucking Spencer Dinwiddie, he he dropped thirty. Yeah, yeah. He had a game. Brunson was in the twenties. Yeah, Luka had like, thirty five. Yeah, oh, they they came they came ready. Mm-hmm. They yeah. came ready in in the entire and that was the thing that uh, of course the thing was who was going to step up and it just so happened to be Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm-hmm. But like overall, overall the motherfuckers they they came right. And it just so happened that Phoenix just decided to have <laughs> the, their worst. worst outing, their worst <laughs> outing at the wrong time, the at home worst. and a game seven. Oh my god! Wow, wow, interesting. Get blown, um, get blown out at home. And so that that brings the questions up, you know, in the Pat Bev uh, comments and all the other stuff, um, yeah. you know, and and I I think Chris Paul is never going to shake that. Um, can't get over the hump. I know, I know he was in the finals last year, but they lost. But he's always going like I think that that's one thing that's probably gonna stick with him until he win one. And I, I don't it don't look like he's gonna win one. I don't I I mean I don't think so unless he's gonna unless he's coming off the bench. 
and and that's no slight to Chris Paul. Now he had a hell of a he had a hell of a season. Yeah, he did. But, but like I said, from his birthday on, completely, yeah. completely different player. So Devin Booker is probably the leading scorer for Phoenix, right? Uh, I believe like he is. Yeah. Chris Paul is the leading assist yep. guy for Phoenix. Hands down. Um, Aiden is the leading rebounder for the team, right? So Luca outscored Devin Booker for the mm-hmm. series. He had way he had more assists than Chris Paul, mm-hmm. and he had more rebounds than than Aiden did for the, for the whole series. Like he single handedly did all this stuff right. in each category better than each of these players on the individual, other team. And we're talking about the individual players of that of that category. Yeah, that, that's nuts. crazy. And this is the Western conference well the best record in the west conference you know right um they like, went through you are the best kicking ass like pretty much you just made that coach of the year award look, look mm-hmm. damn near like it, you pretty much pissed it down the drain for your damn coach right by the way y'all play in game seven and y'all have by far one by far the top coach in the nba mm-hmm. um Jason Kidd is going to he, he he's making an argument. Yeah. He's making an argument. His, his name's going to be in, in there for, for some years. After his, after his stint in motherfucking, after his stint with the Nets and all that, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Look, listen. Let, let's just say I'm, I'm glad I'm glad he's a better coach now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad he's a better coach because boy, yeah, it's early cup and Gatorade trick with those stuff. Uh, that shit was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so to move into the conference finals, um, mm-hmm. we were talking about uh Miami and Boston. Um, yeah. um, so when when I saw when I saw that uh Smart and Horford wasn't playing, um. Horford to me is not gonna make a big of a difference. Um, I think it helps out Tatum and Brown because he can he can he don't have to be in a paint. He can hit shots, you know, right. from outside the paint. So it opens it up. Um, but when I saw that Horford and Smart was out, I'm like, uh, like I already said they're giving this game is Miami's. I don't think they beat Miami without both of them on the floor. If Horford's out and Smart's playing. I still think, yeah, they, they have a great chance, a good chance to beat Miami. Um, but not both of them out. And I was like, do you really want to give Miami a game? This is a seven-game series. Yeah. Like, you don't really want to give anybody a game. But, you know, the way Miami is playing, they they really play and thrive off of momentum. They, they um, are, they, well, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, and look, amazing. look at this starting backcourt that they had. Like, you don't even know these guys. Strauss and the other kid. Uh, Nick Strauss? Well, yeah, Nick Strauss, but the other kid, you don't even know. Uh, Tyler Hero? No, Tyler Hero don't start. He comes off the bench. Oh, the Oladipo bench. and Hero came off the bench. They is a point guard with uh, Braves. I, I know Strauss from, of course, Syracuse, but 
Yeah. So, but uh, I mean, you don't know who they are, like, in, like, no, no, no. Like, yeah, we know, I, yeah, we know, we I'm, know I'm their not names, sure who's filling in for, yeah. for for Kyle Lowry. Yeah, we know their names, but it's like, like, like who, like who the fuck are these guys? And they came in there, um, pills hidden, hidden the, the tray like it was nothing. Like, I mean, um, but they are they. Hey, they say they say your 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 bench players play yeah. best when they're at home. So. They do, they do, they do. But they've been playing like that um throughout the season. Uh. It wasn't what, what's this guy's name? Uh, Gabe Gabe Vincent, that's him. I have no clue. Gabe Vincent. What exactly. did he go to? Exactly. Uh, oh. <laughs> I should have known this. I'm sorry, Gabe. Oh. I don't know you, but Universe, uh, Southern Cal, Santa Barbara, it was Santa Barbara. Oh yeah. USC, SB. Yeah, but so yeah. Oh, um, yeah. sorry, brother. <laughs> It'll be hey, all right. Hey, you're gonna, you're gonna have, them all. have to keep that performance up. Um, mm-hmm. you know, in order because you know, uh, but yeah, um, I that team comes and goes as Jimmy. Um, and so far he's man, Jimmy looked like a nightmare. Like he, oh. he, he, like I, I, yeah. 41? I, yeah, forty-one. But he he made Tatum look like he wasn't even like really like I'm like damn Tatum like what's going on out here? Right. What's going on out here? But you know um I think we'll see a different game tonight. That this is going to be a series of adjustments. Yeah, and I, I think um you know Doka is good at making a making adjustments. Um, I. Yeah. I have to, I guess I have to start putting a little respect on uh, Spolster's name, I guess. Um, Come on, dog. You got to put some respect on Spolster's name. Um, you know, I, I, I had always said, you know, that I don't think he's as good as he was, you know, those those championships with the Heatles. Um, you could have put, um, I don't know. You could put whoever the worst coach you think is out there and get, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I still don't think um, the guy that just got fired in LA um, um, that came Frank from Vogel. Indiana, what's his name? Who? Frank Vogel. Yeah, Frank Vogel. I still think he's, that's the same Frank Vogel that was in Indiana. But yeah, I mean, Spolster's, you know, outside of the, the because, you know, once LeBron left, that Miami team had not been the same. For a while. They had not been the same, but they were still competitive. No, competitive like, with who? It wasn't. It was They weren't like. They weren't like bottom of the barrel. Well, they missed the playoffs a whole lot. They was. They was terrible. And Dwayne Wade was looking terrible too. Right, that nigga. Was and Chris Bosh was looking terrible. And you know well, they Chris last. Bosch, Chris Bosh, come on, dog. Chris Bosh had. He had that. He had that whole. Yeah, he well, he, he still played two two full seasons after LeBron left, and that team was not the same. And then then Miami was basically like, eh, like they were they were middle they were middle of the road team, and then and then in the bubble they they finally, really turned it around. But yeah, um, they finally they finally once Jimmy got there, then they, they you know he got bam like once they start putting the pieces back in place again, right? I mean, but I mean Pat Riley's. Pat Riley's always been able to put put a competitive team together for for the Heat. Mm-hmm. So, so none of this shit really surprised me with the Heat. I mean, it, it's just more so like them getting Jimmy, them getting Kyle Lowry, 
Like, those were the surprises. But as far as, like, when it comes to drafting and things like that, like, them being able to draft Bam, then you fuck around and draft uh, Tyler Hero, draft Duncan, like, like those those picks don't surprise me because they get they uh Pat's always been Pat Riley's always been able to get it right. Right. Yeah, so just real quick to look at the heat. Um this is Eastern Conference. After LeBron left, they finished tenth in the Eastern Conference. Then third then ninth, sixth, tenth, fifth, sixth. Yeah. He put some competitive teams out there. Yeah. They, had, they they pretty much was like the stock market, up and down, up and down. Yeah, middle of the road, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it all depends on, I guess. I mean, it, it depends on what you're looking at in yeah. the, uh, you know, you know, because, well, so, and I, I guess you could say well, East Coast, West Coast, what are we talking about? And East Coast, you know, you're winning 40 games. And if, you, if you're talking about a West Conference team, that ain't even the playoff team. Right. I mean, oh. but then now now the power, the, the power, the power balance has shifted. Yeah, it has shifted. It's shifted this, back this, to the East. Yeah, yeah this, this year has shifted. But, I mean, so even last year, they, they won, you know, 40 games. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't got them, got them in the bubble. Yeah. No, the bubble was the year before. No, that was the year before. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That was the year before. The year before the bubble, they had only won 39 games. But yeah, so um, I I I I have before this series started, I had Boston. Um, after game one, mm-hmm. I just don't know because I just don't like the fact that uh, you know, I understand you know, Marcus Smart. You know, if he could have played, he would have played. Um, just given that, you know, given Miami that game, and I hate to say give it to him because they earned it. They, you know, but I, they definitely got to win tonight. They definitely have to win tonight. They don't, if they don't win tonight, uh, I, I don't see Boston winning. Yeah, I really don't know what that, but um, I, I don't, I, I don't, uh, if they lose tonight, um, Man, that's even deeper. Um, but I don't think they can do it. Um, I think it's I, I just think them not being at full strength for game one really, really, really shifted a whole lot. Um, you know, right. I think you know, with Milwaukee it can happen because you know, Milwaukee was, you know, they, they slow choked Milwaukee. But uh yeah, against the Miami oh. Heat team. No. But uh Last night, um, we had. Uh, I was gonna say Miami's like them, like yeah. they they play they play physical like them, mm-hmm. and they're they're quicker. They're they're just as quick. I'm not gonna say they're quicker, but they're just as quick. They're just you know quick, agile, all that stuff. So it's a good matchup. So I hope it goes seven. Yeah, I would like to see. I would like to see it go. Actually, I would like to have as many game sevens as possible from on both sides. I just don't. Right, I don't think it's the end of basketball season. Yeah, I really don't think it's gonna happen on this West Coast side. Um, last night, um, Dallas and Golden State eh, wasn't really a game. Um, nah. That so early, that early on it was. Yeah, early on, but that was a beautiful, like 
exhibition of basketball Golden State put on. Um, you know, and it's their regular game, but I mean, like last night was just, it looked a little different. Um, the way they were cutting, moving, like extra passes, you know, mm -hmm. it's just, I was just like, like I was like really, and I, I watched plenty of Golden State games, but I was just like, like looking, I was in awe, like, wow, like, look at this. Like they are like, uh, it's, it's, you know, you rarely see teams like that. Well, teams that play like that when they have superstars on a team that don't necessarily, you know, they don't necessarily have to touch the ball a lot right. to, to win and beat you. Because Steph, Steph doesn't have to have the ball in his hand. That's right. what make that's what makes him mm -hmm. like the most unique out of out of more you know most of the superstars. Like he doesn't need the ball in his hand in order to be effective. Like. He can work off the ball. He, I think, I feel like he prefers to work off the damn ball more than he does with the ball in his damn hand. Just gives him the freedom to, to fucking run around and actually get open. True. Uh, yeah. And then like the whole discussion, of course, with the talking heads, who's gonna check Luca? And everybody forgot about Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. But everybody forgot about Andrew Wiggins. You always you kept hearing. Oh, you can throw Draymond at him. You mm -hmm. can throw Steph at him. So, Kamunga. Yeah, you, everybody but Wiggins. And it was it's the perfect matchup for him. He can be physical. He's just as quick. He's long. Like, mm -hmm. all that shit. Like, all the intangibles that you need to guard Luka, Wiggins has it, and he's able to stay out of foul trouble. Yeah, That's and it's not going to hurt you if he's if he does get in foul trouble, he's out the game. I mean, of course, he, right. he, he's the key, but... You still have Jordan Pitt, Jordan, well, Jordan Poole. Yeah, Jordan Poole. I don't know why the fuck I'm on. Jordan Poole, um, Clay, and Steph on the floor. You know, so, yeah, it's not going to. But, um, yeah, Wiggles did a good job. But I, I do think they kind of uh, guarded Luka by committee. Because, you know, of course, you know, once he did get a step on, uh, on him, like, the rest of the team was there. They were clamping down on him. Um, they made it very tough. Luca in that paint and for Luca even 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 more than that it's like okay but let you go on straight up but as soon as he dribble that ball put it on the floor there's somebody shading somebody right. like soon as he you know so and and Luca gets into that that trap to where some games he's sharing the ball he's hitting the teammates and there's then there's some games he's like tunnel vision He's that, gonna, when he's most sure. effective is when he's when he's sharing the ball because exactly. now you're making you're making the other team mm -hmm. defend everybody else and that's when he became a threat against uh, Phoenix when he yep. when the other players Reggie Bullock, uh, Dimwitty, Rick Brunson, um, when they were hitting shots and you know Cleveland, uh, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah, they was getting the ball like Luca wasn't dominating it. That's right. When, that's when he really became a problem for Phoenix. But he tried to dominate that bitch last night. And that yeah. wasn't. Nope. Was like, okay, we about to let you. you we gonna let you wear yourself out dribbling mm -hmm. this goddamn air out the ball. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, he he got thirty, but it it was a hard thirty. Oh, it was a hard ass thirty. It was a hard thirty. Took a shot at took a shot in the eye or across the face early by Wiggins. It was a, it was incidental. It was a swipe right. at the ball and. Hand came up, caught him, finger caught him in the face. I was like, ooh, you know, he he white, so shit gonna show immediately. 
Right. I was like, damn, you got him good too. Mm-hmm. Called called him earlier, but yeah. So, um, I, I uh, man, <laughs> this looked like a six game series to me at, at best. At best, uh, I'm I, it's, I'm saying five, but it looks like a six. Game. Yeah, it's, it's looking like a six. So I give. I, I'm going to say. I want to say. I want to say a gentleman's speech, depending because if as long as Golden State handles business at home, mm-hmm. and they, they fuck around and still want. Yeah, it's going to be a gentleman's speech. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not six six at the night. Going off of what I saw last night, that it looks that way. Um, we could see some adjustments. I was gonna say, but then you also gotta remember, like, same with Miami, like they're they're playing at home right now, mm-hmm. so they what they're supposed to take care of home. Yeah. Now they going still one on the road. Right. Whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why I'm on that. Um, I, oh man, last night was ugly. Um, yeah. NBA lottery, man, we had a uh, uh, it happened. Um, so Magic won the lottery. Thunder was second team. I didn't know how to take it. I was like, huh? The Magic. They hadn't been in this spot in a while. Yeah, since the White. Right, I think so. Yeah, I mean they've been in like the top ten, but like to have the number one. They, they've been pick. in the top top three because they uh yeah 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 have they yeah to be honest so no they haven't on pick to be honest I thought the Rockets would have got the fucking number one pick the motherfuckers boo boo yeah yeah uh, well. The Rockets or the Kings, Kings jump. They they jumped in there. Uh, um, but so you got Orlando, OKC, Houston, Sacramento. Well, let's let's go by numbers. Okay, you got number one Magic, number two the Thunder, number three the Rockets, number four the Kings, five the Pistons, six the Pacers, seven the Trailblazers, eight is the Pelicans via uh, L.A. Uh, that mm-hmm. that uh, Anthony Davis trade. Um, mm-hmm. Nine the Spurs, ten the Wizards, eleven the Knicks, uh, twelve the Thunder, and they they got that from the Clippers trade with Paul George. Thirteen mm-hmm. the Hornets and the fourteen Cavs. Um, OKC made out. OKC made out very. They good. got the number two pick and the number twelve. Pick. Oh, and they have a eighteen pick if I'm not mistaken. And they and they wasn't that bad. Right. They wasn't that bad. Right. Um. And they then they shut shy down early on. They you know um, they they're gonna be all yeah. right. Um, and I mean if their track record is anything you know has let us know anything. They they draft good, so yeah, it's, yeah. It's, not, it's not gonna be too long before they are, you know, back in the playoffs making noise. Mm-hmm. Um, the big talk was of course uh, who's gonna go number one, who the Magic gonna pick. Um, you got. Um, some whoever the guy was that was talking. Um, like what do the Magic need? They need Bancaro. <laughs> they need Bancaro. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, I think either. Oh no, they need KD. Or, That's what they need. 
They need KD. <laughs> That's what they need. I was gonna say, uh, as far as with the picks, I think Glenn, Glenn Carroll or uh, my guy from Auburn. Uh, Jabbar, Jabbar, not Jabbar. Yeah, Jabbar, Jabbar. Yeah, Jabbar, yeah. I, I think it's gonna be out of them too. I, I believe so. Um, there, you know, the the guy that was uh at, that was uh actually you know at the draft, and he was commentating. He was you know trying to sell us on uh check home. Yeah. And I, we've talked about him so much on well early on on this show. You know, anytime we bought, talk about college basketball for now, I don't think Chet Holmgren is who a lot of these people say he is. Um, is yet to be yet to be known. I, I seen him play against dogs, and I seen him disappear against dogs. And when you go to the NBA, you are playing against dogs. Um, you know, it's not the the whack Western Athletic Conference. Right. It's a whole different level of basketball once you play teams outside of that outside of that conference. We saw that against Duke. We saw that against. Um, Baylor. We saw that against Kentucky and whoever else, you know, that 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 you know slam slam their ass. Um we saw that in the tournament when they played against um, 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 um was it Texas Tech? I think it was Texas Tech in the tournament. But so yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I'm not a believer in them. I'm not a believer in them. Um anybody that they that they give this unicorn title to, I don't I don't believe them. Porzingis, I the unicorn title. Porzingis, right? Can we get yeah. rid, can we get rid of it? We need to. We I'm need just to. saying. Because every time they label somebody a unicorn, motherfuckers not panned out. Oh, we we haven't seen this like type of talent at this size. Seven two can can dribble around people, can get to the basket, can shoot, block shots, and this. Uh, okay, like I said, man. Well, he's seven two. He's supposed to block shots. Um. Right. Shooting the ball, yeah, okay, that's different. But putting this ball down on the on the on the on the floor and getting to the basket, it's going to be a whole lot different in the NBA than than college. Right, and, you know what and that's why I said he's gonna he's gonna have to bulk up because hell, I feel like I feel like I weigh more than this motherfucker. I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. feel like I weigh more than this motherfucker. I'm like. Eesh. I'm on the goddamn. We what? We we what? Five six five seven. Yeah. Shit. We, we not tall. <laughs> and for him to be seven feet, ooh, that was bad call. Um, for him to be seven feet, like, and to be that size, like, you're way undersized for your height. Right. So. So we, we, we'll see. Um, I, I like I like Ben Carroll. I just think I just like. Ben Carroll's game, his size, the way he moves, he gets off the floor. Um, he'll be, he'll be a good fit. He'll be a good fit. Um, Jabbar, Jabari, um, he's really came on, you know, and Auburn, you know, the way he plays. Um, they, they say he's probably the best shooter out of, out of, out of all of them, far as in, you know, um, and, and yeah, he, he, yeah. So six nine six something like that. I think six ten, six eleven, and so yeah. And he looked small standing as the Ben yeah, Carroll. Yeah, yeah. When they when yeah. they were all standing next to each other, he looked small standing as the Ben Carroll. I was like, wow. But um, um, what was interesting to me is um, they they have um, Sheldon Sheldon Sharp in the in the lottery mix, like mm-hmm. in the top top four top five, being go, you know going that early. And mm-hmm. I don't know who all is familiar with with him, but he went to Kentucky. And played zero minutes throughout the whole college. 
He rolled the bench the entire season. He did not play one single college minute. And they are somebody he got he knows something. Yeah, he they, something, they he know somebody. They have him selected or, or slotted as being one of like like going going in the top five. Which is crazy. But I don't I don't even remember all that talk about him to go to Kentucky like. Me neither. Like yeah, yeah, coming out of, out of college. Well, out of high the, school, I'm like, uh, the, yeah. So, so that's that's interesting in itself. Um, um, this this draft class looks pretty good. It don't. It no, don't I'm look. gonna say this is a well-rounded draft class. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see. How I think goes. I think this draft is going to be like the NFL draft. It's going to be very strategic. It's gonna have to be. It's gonna, it it has it has its big time names, but as soon as those big names are going, it's gonna get real strategic real quick. Right. Because I think for a, a lot of these teams, it has what a lot of these uh, a lot of these teams need, like players, as far as they need. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I as if we're gonna look at the top three, I think none of these teams could go wrong if Chuck Holmgren is who they say he is. Um. I think I, I think huh? Got feeling he'll go to OKC. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, could Orlando pick him? Probably they could. They could. I don't think they could. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know. It's it, it'll be very interesting. I get like within the next week or two. I think we'll pretty much know who the number one pick is going to be probably the next three weeks, because because once they start doing all the workouts and yeah, like, I can say draft combine is already started. yeah. So so we'll 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 know that from the rumors and all this other stuff. Um, just you know, I don't want to I don't want to get on the white black thing, but um, I just always feel like because I said this during the season, I just feel like they always try to force that next white great hype down our throat yeah and and that that to me that is check hunger i think they're gonna make you know oh we we've never we haven't seen this player we haven't seen the likes of this player you know as a white guy you know if he's a black guy just be like oh, yeah. it's just, right we've seen the player his name is kd mm-hmm. yeah now, so I, I think he's gonna have to take a kd approach he's gonna have to he's gonna have to figure his game out at, at his size and then adjust, and then get his ass in the fucking weight room and bulk up a little bit. I just hope he's not a, a, a AD type, and, and like, because I felt like AD pushed away from from the weight room type shit, mm-hmm. and then finally, like, they finally, like, dude, you need to bulk up. But he tried to play, you know, he came, he came in the, he came to New Orleans, little as hell, right. So uh, Orlando had the uh, second worst worst uh, record in the league, right? I think uh, OKC probably had the worst record. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe so. Damn, I thought that. Oh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the yeah the Magic had the second worst worst season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Portland was the one team that I, I felt kind of kind of kind of bad for yeah they they uh i thought they would be higher in the draft they, they got the number eight pick. right which 
Yeah. But it was good to see it was good to see Dame Dame at the at the lottery. Now if 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 the Zach Levine thing is true and I'm Dame, I'm I'm asking them, hey, how do you feel about giving that number eight pick to Chicago for Zach Levine? Zach Levine and another Yeah, well yeah, 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 you gotta throw something else. Yeah, you gotta throw something else in there. But is Zach Levine not not Worth a, a number, a number eight by himself. I mean, worth the number eight, but shit. I mean, my thing is, shit. If I'm about to trade my. Or if you Chicago, do you ask for more? Uh, I think both are going to ask for more. Uh, it's gonna because it depends on his contract. You know, of course, the shit depends on the contract. All this other right. shit got to match. Um, I'm sure Chicago. Of course, Chicago is going to ask for more. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go back. I need to see. I know Chicago's gonna ask for more. I need to see where Chicago is. So they got the number 18 pick. Yeah. So they could possibly ask for more. Um, then again, it, it really depends on what what Portland is trying to do, but. At the same time, uh, I would have to look at the draft. I would have I would have to look at the draft and see, like, who could they possibly take, and then try try and acquire uh, Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. Because if they can if they can get a big a decent big, either a big or a good small forward. Preferably a long, like somebody, somebody with some length. Yeah, they can get one of those types. Then, man, and, and fuck around and get Zach on top of that. That's the start. Absolutely, that's the start. Absolutely, but I mean, he's playing second fiddle of the day. I don't. So, that, and that's why I say I don't know. Uh, if I believe that but shit. The thing, is, the thing is, with playing second, I, I would rather play second fiddle to Dame. Playing second fiddle. And DeMar? To DeMar, to LeBron, to AD, like to all these other motherfuckers who, who got to have the ball. Dame yeah. doesn't necessarily have to have the ball all the time. Mm-hmm. He no, can destroy. I think he needs a score. He can, he can, he's going to draw it. What was going to help? Is with let's say I, I in this is how I look at it. Let's say they're on the team together. You have to figure out who you're gonna guard. Right. But you know, Dame is more effective when he's scoring. Yeah. Um but I think he's also looking to he's looking for somebody that can take that take that pressure off. Right. So I'll ask you this question, then we can lead us along. Um where does Zach Levine go? That he's not a second fiddle. Mm. Uh, I mean, there are teams out there, but I mean, that's that's worth that's worth playing. That's for. worth going to. Yeah. Um, outside of uh, your your lower level as teams, uh, can you name any playoff team that 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 made playoffs that he goes to and he's not second fiddle? He's not second fiddle. Can't go to Memphis. Nah. 
Can't yeah. go to Phoenix. Um, I wouldn't want to go to Phoenix. Uh, yeah. Lucas, um, like, y'all play the same position. I mean, he could slide to the three, but yeah. I don't want to do that. No. Then uh, they're too small at shooting guard and small for me because yeah. I both, yeah. of them, both of them light in the ass. Um, it, it, even your your playing teams. Um, he can't go to New Orleans and be be yeah. be first. Nope, Brandon Ingram, and then if Zion come back anywhere close to, um, he, he won't I, I be. Forgot, look, I forgot about Zion just that yeah. bad. The Clippers, no. Nope. Um, we still got four and PG there. Um. Yeah, I mean that's and Zach Levine's a good player. Yeah, can't go back to Minnesota. Nope. No, no, Anthony Edwards. No. Yep. Cat. No. Um, yeah, it's mm, in the East is just like everywhere because Brooklyn is not. A, right. not I, a, and I'm trying to sit. I'm trying to sit here and think like Bro- Brooklyn ain't really an AFC. You know what? Well, no. Well, he. I don't think he would necessarily be second fiddle. But San Antonio. Team him up with uh, Jonte Murray, Sheldon Johnson, because they can yeah. they can flip they can flip at positions. Yeah, the two and the three. And I think that would be that would be a good combo, a good two three combo. That's probably the 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 bet that that would probably be the best option. Yeah. That the Spurs. Um, and I'm just I'm I'm trying to zip through these teams in my head and put him in a position where they could possibly win. Like, like San Antonio was on the brink of making playoffs. So. Charlotte, Charlotte be a good. He won't he won't be a number two. He won't be a number two to anybody. Uh, star wise, he would be a number two. But as far as scoring wise. He won't be a number two because Lamelo oh, likes yeah. that. Yeah, Lamelo likes to actually pass the ball. Right. He likes to distribute. He just can. He can play. He can. He can score. Mm-hmm. But his his strength is is passing the ball. So yeah, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Charlotte's a good damn place for him. Compared to who, who's that fucking shooting guard there now? Scary. Yeah. I take him over scary any day. Not like scary. Actually, actually was in class with scary when I was going to U of L. But, but yeah, I take him over scary any day. Just, just on the, on the. He has, he has better range. He's more efficient. And, and again, that's nothing to take away from uh, from uh, scary Terry. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely choose Zach over over him. Uh, that's it for the playoff team. Uh, because he, well, he can't go. He can't go to Atlanta. He, he go to Atlanta. He's he's definitely not number one. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So <laughs> look, we over here trying to we trying to BGMs and shit. This week, uh, so Charles Barkley was on a podcast and uh. 
he made a statement that he was the second best player on the dream team and that was he was the second best player in 92. yeah not career wise not yeah all of fame wise that year he was yeah. the second best player um i tend to think he has a lot of validity in that absolutely absolutely so um of course you hit me with the with the dream team ranking and mm-hmm. I wa- I watched the pie. He was on the pivot with uh with Ryan Clark, uh Fred Taylor and, and uh Channing Crowder. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I watched I watched that episode. Might actually go back and watch it again. But yeah, he he was like he he was like Chuck Daly pretty much so. He's like uh he's like, yeah, you're you're the second best player on this team right now. He's like, who's better than me? He's like that motherfucker over there, he's talking about Jordan. And he was right. Yeah. Cause this this is when Jordan had became Jordan. Like this is this is prime Jordan. This is prime Jordan. But so uh ranking the 92 dream team. I I was like, ooh, this is gonna be a good one. And so I, I pulled up the dream team. Uh-huh. And granted, Barkley averaged the most points. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But of course, he was he was correct. He was the sec to me. He was the second best player on that team, next to Jordan. Jordan had, and I, I say Jordan's number one because at that time, Jordan's this is top tier, top tier Jordan. Yeah, prime Jordan. He has most on, more, on the way to three variety, most impact. Like everybody, every, like even while they're out, like his. They have a big ass damn uh, building man. poster yeah. of them. Like, yeah. like there, there's no topping Jordan. Regardless, Jordan could have scored goddamn five points a game in that fucking Olympics. And guess what? He still would have been the number one, number one guy just on right. the strength of his notoriety and impact on the game. And he didn't have uh, to score a lot either. And Barkley didn't have to score a lot. No, but whoever, nobody, nobody. Barkley averaged, I think, like eighteen. Yeah. It was like just over. Just over 18 points. It could have been Jordan Pippen had that like scored 14 the most. points again. Yeah, it could have been Pippen that scored the most. Like it like that team was just so good that it didn't matter. Anybody could have scored, anybody could have had a run on any given game. Mm-hmm. They only played fucking eight games. I think, yeah, they only played eight games total. Right. So um, so I, I got MJ, I got MJ one. Okay. Chuck two. Mm-hmm. Uh Paul Malone got the mailman three. Mm. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about that. Why, why? Because Carl hey, hadn't hit his stride right then, right? Uh, Carl was he was getting there, mm-hmm. but uh, on on that dream on that dream team, like between rebound, like on that pick, like with them playing. Okay, so you're looking at their individual stats as far as that team. So I was thinking, like, just like best players in the world at that. Oh, point, okay, 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 okay. Bet, 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 bet. Oh, if that's the case, yeah. So I did it by just them. So if we rewind it back, then so I got, I got MJ one, Chuck two. Okay. Still, um, I'm going to go. Uh, this and this way it gets tricky. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Pippin three. Okay. Mailman four. 
Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> hold on, this is ninety-two. No, two. I keep thinking. I'm I'm thinking about Mailman, ninety-four, ninety-five, ninety-six. Yeah, yeah, 90, uh, 90, 95, 96, 97 is when he was. Yeah, so Utah. I'm gonna go. David Robinson. Yeah, all right. I was going to ask David you. Robinson three. Uh-oh. You got David Robinson three. Yes. Okay. I got David Robinson three. Okay. Uh, hold on. What I say? No, I'm sorry. Pippen three. David Robinson four. Uh, I could flip flop them. Yeah. Either way. It, it, yeah. It, it, either way. Uh, Pat. <laughs> hold on. I got you, you know what? I got Clyde. I got Clyde five, Patrick Ewing six. Ooh. Um. Ooh. Clyde. Okay. Patrick Ewing six. Chris. Chris Mullen seven. Mm. Malone eight. You said who? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fuck. So I got Jordan, Chuck, Pip, David Robinson, Ewan, Clyde, Mailman, Mailman Stockton, one, like 1A, 1B, mm-hmm. they, they're tied together. Uh, Chris Mullen. Have I put Patrick Ewan in there yet? No. No. Ewan, then Chris Mullen. Okay. Magic Bird, like, and they they kind of fall way back there because they were Bird, they were at Bird the especially Bird, Bird yeah. was was the back problem. Bird Bird didn't even yeah. play a lot, and like you no. know, Bird couldn't give you a lot. Um, Magic was on his down, yeah, like, yeah, like he wasn't even the, on the down part of it. This was, was at the HIV. Yeah, he was well, you know, out of. And then Christian Layton is you a rookie. Yeah, so, relax. Oh wow! Um, I didn't know how to. Yeah, and I did that one on the fly. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think David Robinson, mm-hmm. young one. Uh, I, I haven't. I, I would have him in the top five as well. Um, I might. I might slide Ewing in there. And that's where I was, that's where I might. That's why I was trying to deviate where I would put Ewing. And again, mm-hmm. I, if I had a pencil, I probably would have had Ewing higher. I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I didn't have nothing to write this shit down. Right. To, to write my numbers down just now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, because cause think about it. That that fucking New York team was tough, and they and Ewing was he was top dog. Only thing stopping them from a championship was Jordan. Yeah. Only thing. And John Stark. Well, yeah. And then when Jordan left, I mean, uh, Elijah Wan, but that's when Elijah Wan was. Uh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So, because yeah, yep, they made it to the, they made it to the finals that one year. And, mm-hmm. Ah. So yeah, um, and, and Malone, up, Malone, Malone is tricky too. Away. Malone is tricky too because 
we him look and Stockton, at, they were hitting their stride. Yeah, we look they were at starting the, to hit their stride around. Yeah, we we look at the yeah. That's when they was kind of coming their own. Pippen was Pippen was Pippen, but Pippen yep. really took off the year after. Yep. Um, the, the year after the Dream Team. Um, mm-hmm. Barkley was right there at his like highest level. Dog, this it, is it, Barkley. This is damn near. This is all. This is when he was headed to yeah. Phoenix. Then and then they went to the finals and of course yeah. Mike, this, Mike so showed him who, hey, who the best so, player was. So for the younger generation, this is damn near uh, Barkley shut up and jam Barkley. Yeah. So when I say Barkley shut up and jam, I did, he had his own video game. Yeah, yeah. Also, side note, Bill Lambert also had his video game. I own both, actually. I, and of course, Jordan versus Bird. Mm. Anything Jordan, anything with Jordan, I, I as far as video game wise, I, I, I've had it. But, it, but like those individual, like Bill Lambert and Charles Barkley had their own video game, and I own both. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I, I thought that was interesting. Um. That's a nice little. Maybe maybe we should do uh the next dream team after that. Yeah, let's do it. Do the next. Ooh, dream. Connect, it's connect. gonna get interesting. It's gonna get yeah. interesting because some of these, yeah. especially when we get to the the so called redeem team. Yeah. Yeah. That. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, we are in the NBA NBA the playoffs. That, NBA hold up, dog. The so fact we, that we have we can to go have through all those uh, all those dream team and redeem teams for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. The, the fact that we had to have a fucking redeem team is fucking ridiculous. Right? Got yeah. our ass whipped. But, but I mean, when you start looking at, like, um, what these players, what, what these other countries are sending to the NBA, yeah, like, exactly. the Lucas and, you know, the Dirks and so. the business. So. But, but also, those, like, those teams that went out there after the 92 team, the motherfuckers went out there and was like, oh, yeah, we got this. We got this. And it wasn't mm-hmm. the case. Nope. Like, nope. You motherfuckers better. You better come correct. Y'all, I th- y'all thought shit was sweet. Mm-hmm. Like Jordan them didn't. They they went fucking around because when uh-huh. they played uh, business, when they when they went and played Croatia and they had to play against Tony Kukoc, they shut Tony Kukoc ass down. I got, I got, I got. Yep, we looking. At, yep. All right, him and him and Pip. They was like, nah, we we got Tony. Yep. Don't even worry about it. They, and they, they yeah, they, they took talking they, all they, this big shit about Tony. We about to show him what it's like to be in the league. Mm-hmm. They took things personal. They yeah, took things yeah. personal. Um, so uh, my my black history athlete is um none other than Pele, the greatest soccer yeah. player ever. Shout out. For those of y'all that don't know who Pele is, he is a Brazilian uh professional foot foot footballer, not football football. But um, yeah, he was a forward, and he's uh, regarded as the greatest player of all time. Um, he's actually labeled the greatest player by FIFA uh, standards in general. Um, and he's uh one of the most. He was actually one of the most popular sports figures. Uh, me growing up. Um, you had yeah. Jordan, Gretzky, Tyson. Um, and he like when when you heard soccer, you heard Pele. Yeah. You know, um, he's kind of like what Tiger was to um, golf. Yep. Like there was black kids that wanted to play soccer. Pele was the name. Um, but yeah, so Pele um, is, is is that dude when it comes to um, soccer, and he's actually one of the most famous or most recognizable athletes, you know, of the 20th century. Um, 
And then, you know, after his playing career, he went on to be become the president of um, Brazil, mm-hmm. which is uh, great in itself. But uh, shout out to Pele. Um, uh, my uh, black history athlete. My black history athlete. Miss Maya Moore. Maya Moore. Okay. Damn, I wish Maya Moore. Ball, but uh, I understand okay. her plight. Huh? I said I wish she was still playing ball, but I understand her plight. Yeah. Uh, and of course, that's what I'm going to kind of aim towards. Of course, by far one of the most decorated, one of the most decorated women in, in college basketball mm-hmm. and in the WNBA. She's a four-time WNBA champion. Uh, I think she's a three-time. I forgot to look it up. Three, I think she won three times at Connecticut. But nonetheless, champion upon champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, she walked away from the game in 2019 uh, in efforts to to focus on reforming the uh, American justice system. Mm-hmm. Actually was successful at it in getting her now husband, Mr. Jonathan Irons, Yep. Uh, got his him out of prison. Overturned. Yep. Got his conviction overturned. Uh, he was serving a 50-year pr- uh, prison sentence, uh-huh. stemming from a non-fatal shooting of a home uh, of a homeowner in St. Louis uh, when he was si- he was 16 at the time. Uh, just threw out the convictions back in March of 2020 citing a series of problems with the case, including a fingerprint report that had not been turned over to Irons' defense team. Imagine that, though. Man. Imagine that. But uh, at the time, at the time that she did this, they were, they, they were friends. And once, once got released, turned into lovers, and they got married. Like, it became a it came full circle for him. Um, so definitely congratulations to, to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, major shout out to Ms. Maya Moore. Of course, we of course we wish she was still in the league. Yep. But uh like whenever if she decides to return, it'll be it'll be great. If not, we completely understand. Yeah, I don't so think she's shout out, out to you, Ms. Maya Moore. Yep, shout out to you. <laughs> I honestly don't think she's returning. Um, but I wish. Um, though here, here's <laughs> side note: Do you honestly believe that they wasn't like interested? That had no kind of like physical connection? Maybe anything. I think, before, I think before? it came. I think it came along the way. I would say it came along the way because from I think from from the the original story, like they had. I guess they were friends before. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and I'm well aware, you know, the story, but I just, I, yeah, I, but but like, yeah, like over time, like like you're dealing with this person for so long, you have to constant communications and things like like, hey, hey, you love who you love, baby. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't. Hey, as 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 this as the the prophet Reggie, the prime minister, has has said on multiple podcast episodes, the heart wants. Yeah, what the heart 
Absolutely. But no, uh, I mean that it's of course it, it turned out to be one of the great one of the greatest stories during the pandemic. Uh-huh. For not only for his release, but for them to to to, uh, to get married. So uh-huh. again, shout out to to that couple. You know? Yeah. Um. Before we before we close it out, man. Um. What was your thoughts on uh Tarazi and uh Skylar Diggins? Uh, I mean, teammates, right? It happens, right? Yeah, that shit happens. Shit. Nah, Skylar, Skylar, like she's about to spaz out. Man. Oh, dog, like been like, shaking. From the looks of I've seen video. that black girl shake before, dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that got the leg was shaking. She had that fucking thousand yard stare. Then yeah. that motherfucker got up. <laughs> I seen, I seen that black girl shake before. Hey, dog. Yeah, you know, uh huh. Not the black, not the black girl shake. <laughs> I seen that when, when, when she end up, when she mad and she, she don't know. What the fuck she gonna say? That's right. Gonna, I what, don't know what, what I'm gonna what do. What she gonna say? What she gonna do? That, that, it's that, just that, more so. Okay, let me let me calm down. Let me call. Nah, fuck this. I'm about to spaz out. Yeah, that's what that shake was like. I don't know. Like I can't control what's about to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, man, good episode. Good episode. Um, I said it seemed like it's been a while, but it it has. If you want to say, I mean, hey, I mean, look, it it only felt like it's been a while because we had to celebrate, baby. Absolutely, absolutely. Shout out to my guy. We, you know, we gave you a shout out on unapologetic uh, episode. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. But yes, uh, to to our to our crew, I I did uh, I did walk across the stage this past weekend. My dog Reggie. uh, Uh, oh man they got me my older sister uh my older sister my niece both my nephews and my great nephew they all showed up my girl was with me like it was it was a wonderful time we dog it for me by far by far one of the the best weekends uh one of the best weekends i i've enjoyed for myself because i i actually I went all in as far as as far as just like basking in the moment and enjoying it, celebrating myself. Um, having my daughter text me throughout the ceremony with, was was dope. Uh, like just being able to take it all in, and then uh-huh. of course my 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 photography my photography partner, my business partner uh, Tom, he hooked me up with my graduation pic uh, that Sunday. I got my graduation cap to, uh, I did my graduation cap up, got that shit pressed up. Uh, and it was just a big dedication to, to my family, my friend, like pretty much just graduation, de- uh, a major uh, dedication to my family, my friends, everybody that, that's been rocking with me and encouraging me to, to get through this and being able to see me cross, the, cross this finish line. So. Definitely appreciate y'all, man. Absolutely, man. No doubt. Absolutely. But um, hey man, shout out to everybody that, that rock with us, support us, listens. We appreciate yeah. it. Um, yeah, man, I don't got nothing to say, man. I'm, yeah, man. Yeah, Only one a- thing left. Yeah. Man, how <laughs> play some traveling music. Everybody's going downtown on the eight train. <laughs> I don't know what we got, man. What what we gonna go out with? You know what? Play, play some pimping, Reggie. Play some oh, pimping on out this thing, know. man. Since, since you just walked the stage, man, I just feel like you made it. So. Uh,
Oh. You made it. Yeah, man. Hey, shout out to y'all, man, for, for rocking with us. Appreciate it. Of course, please like, share, subscribe, comment, hit us up, holler at us. We will respond back. Love y'all. And we we need some ideas. We're gonna come up with some new things to do to integrate. We might, we might, we might try to go live. We're gonna have to look into that. Yeah. How we can do a live episode. I got I got a way for us to do a live. So we don't get, you know, cut off and you know, cause the music and all that other good stuff. Right. Might just do a music music list one day. I don't know. Ooh. Nope. All right. Yeah. Hey, y'all, we out of here, man. We will see y'all next week. Hey. Ha <laughs>